Thanks, Josh. It's Michael Bolton here, and it's time for another episode of the Locked On Fantasy Basketball Podcast. Let's get to it. You are Locked On Fantasy Basketball, your daily fantasy basketball podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Hello and welcome to the Locked On Fantasy Basketball Podcast brought to you by Basketball Monster. My name is Josh Lloyd and I am the lead fantasy analyst at basketballmonster.com and at Yahoo Sports Australia. And you can find me on Twitter as always at redrock underscore Beeble and on Instagram at Locked On Fantasy Basketball. This episode is brought to you by Prize Picks. Prize Picks, check it out, prizepicks.com. Use the code NBA or go to your app store and download the app. Prize Picks is daily fantasy made easy. Thank you for making Locked On Fantasy Basketball your first listen every day. We are free and available on all platforms. Here we are looking ahead to Wednesday. There are nine games on. First one of those games, the Celtics and the Pacers. And at this stage, we know that Marcus Smart is unlikely to play. In fact, he's officially doubtful with that thigh contusion, which he thought was going to let him get back into the game on, on Monday. Now it looks like it could cost him a couple of games. Not great. But what it does do is it boosts up the value of Dennis Schroeder into that position, who was trending down in a really big way. He'd played 19 minutes and 21 minutes the last two games without Peyton Pritchard. And now he's going to get back and start and play big minutes and put up good numbers. That's how it is. And I want to watch Al Horford as well, because Horf has been struggling. Minutes down, 20 and 21 minutes the last two games. Sorry, 25 minutes in one of those games. Um, production way down. He was never going to be the guy that he was to begin the season, but this has swung too far in the other direction, I think. And I think he is a hold, but it's pretty rough at the moment for Horf. So watching his minutes paired with Grant Williams and Robert Williams and how that all goes. Obi, where are you going? Obi's up here trying to talk to me. All right, see you later. Um, watching Al Horford's role is really interesting. For the Pacers, <clears throat> we don't know the status of a bunch of their guys. The important guys, Brogdon, Levert, and Duarte. They're all, well, we know their status. Their status is questionable, but we don't know whether they're going to play or not. And the absence of those guys opens things up for Lance Stevenson. But if they play, how much do they actually play Lance? Now, in last game, Lance played eight first half minutes. Ended with 30 or 28 minutes. Had a big second half. And I want to see how they distribute his playing time if those guys are out there. And then Miles Turner. He's pissed. He doesn't like being in Indiana, I'm pretty sure. He doesn't like the way they're using him. There's a lot of Instagram likes and posts and things alluding to the fact that they're not playing enough. So can he play more? Will he get traded? I think so. I'm really interested to see how Turner responds after last game. The Hornets, they're taking on the 76ers. No Cali Oubre for Charlotte, so I'm expecting good minutes once again for Cody Martin. Martin was pretty good last game. I wouldn't say he's a guaranteed absolute must for us to play, but some pretty decent value for him, especially if you're looking for steals in the short term while Oubre is out. While PJ Washington Jr. getting some good minutes, yeah, making Mason Plumlee pretty irrelevant. Opportunity for him as well to play more of the four with Ubre out, and that should push him to high 20s, maybe 30 minutes a game. It's frustrating they won't give him 30, but at least in high 20s, there's enough there. While for the Sixers, there's a bunch of their guys um, in doubt with injury. We're talking about Tyrese Maxey coming back from COVID. We're talking about Seth Curry with his ankle. We're talking about Shake Milton with his neck, in, or sorry, his back injury. But in the, the good news, there is, a, well, actually, this has just been updated right now. Uh, Shake is out with a back contusion. Curry is questionable, while Maxey is off the injury report. So there you go, good news. So we're going to have Tyrese Maxey back, and that's going to impact the value of Furkan Korkmaz, who's been starting at point guard the last couple of games. And if Maxey's back, that obviously takes that away. And then if Curry's back, it takes his value back down even further. I also want to watch Jalen Bede, who's been just playing at a super high level. 
dominating at the moment, getting to the line, really unstoppable sort of stuff from Embiid. Top five fantasy value over the last few weeks. Really good numbers from Joel. Let's look at the Magic and the Wizards. I want to watch Gary Harris. Nice, Gary! We're not expecting them to have Fultz or Suggs or any of those guys back. They do have Wendell Carter and Mo Bumba, both questionable. Um, Harris has been playing very, very good minutes continually and being relatively strong in those minutes. And I think he can continue that. I also want to watch, as I just lose the ability to speak, I also want to watch Franz Wagner. He hasn't hit 30 minutes in four straight games. His production's been down in those games. I'm a little worried. I'm a little worried that the return of Cole Anthony, and we know Wagner was flying, that the return of Anthony is having a gigantic impact on his playing time. Or not his playing time, on his production. And then that could get worse when Suggs and Fultz and eventually Isaac return. And if Bumber and Carter are healthy, like he was putting up good numbers when a lot of players were out. He's not a drop, not even close to it. Right, but I'm a little bit concerned about the minutes. For the Wizards, there's no Bradley Beal. Somehow in COVID protocols again. Maybe it's a close contact thing, we don't know. But Montrez Harrell returns. So how they use the Harrell-Gafford minutes, how that impacts Kyle Kuzma, who's been playing a ton of backup center, will be very intriguing to watch. And then with Beal out, is it Neto that they give playing time to? Do they boost the value of Denny Avdia? Kentavious Caldwell-Pope will have to get a boost as well. But I really want to watch Avdia, who's a second-year player who's got some real significant offensive issues. But defensively, I think he's really good and can be at least a stream player if they do decide to go down the route of using him in that larger role that I do hope that they do. But I also hope that if you want to use Denny Avdia's increased playing time to, hey, maybe get some action in, Price Picks might be the place to do it because Price Picks doesn't just have the studs. Even the bench guys are the guys you haven't heard about. Shout out Anthony Gill. You might be able to get those guys on Price Picks. So Price Picks... It's Daily Fantasy Made Easy. And if you haven't checked it out, really, you need to be getting in there and trying it out right now. So on Prize Picks, it is the best NBA DFS prop game on the market. What you do, you get two to five players, picking individual player props for those guys, smush them all together into one entry, and you can win up to 10 times your entry feedback. It's just you versus the projections. Go sign up, use the code NBA, and you can get a 100% instant deposit match up to $100. Prize Picks allows also mixed sport entries. So you can chuck your football and basketball ones together in one entry. Entries can be made in 60 seconds or less on the website or on the app. And it's safe and fast withdrawals. Uh, it's an absolute staple of Price Picks. So go to pricepicks.com today. Use the promo code NBA or go to your app store and download the app. Price Picks is daily fantasy made easy. If you're not playing Price Picks, you honestly don't know what you're missing. Let's talk about the Mavericks and the Knicks. Christos Porzingis is out again due to COVID. Porzingis. Um... So we're going to get another opportunity for Maxi Kleber to start and put up okay numbers would be my guess. I really like Kleber as a player, um, but his fantasy value is up and down, of course. And then Luka Doncic is off the injury report. The only guys we've got out of Callistan and Porzingis. So where does Josh Green fit in? He's been playing really well. Very impressed with him the last couple of games. But does he continue to eat into Hardaway and Block and Brown and Nilakina's minutes? I think Brown and Nilakina, forget those blokes. It's all about what he does for Block and Hardaway here. So watching that is interesting. For the Knicks, Alec Burks. Alec Berg. Um, Kemba Walker and Nerlens Noel are both questionable. What is Burks' role if Kemba plays? Does he continue starting? Does Kemba start? Really big questions to be answered there. And Rowan Barrett. Big game from Barrett last time out, and he's played some big minutes, 40-plus in two of the last four and some big scoring games. Let's hope that that can be a continual thing for him. 
Um, I'm not ready to buy in yet, but let's hope that he can continue going at that level. For the Heat and the Hawks, Dwayne Dedman, he could return The Undertaker. So what does it mean for Omer Yetzevan? Does Dedman start? I, I doubt it. But how does the playing time look with Yetzevan playing as well as he is? And then with Jimmy Butler out again, shock, what a stun that is. Um, the Winter Soldier, Max Struess. He was pretty disappointing last game. And with Caleb Martin and Gabe Vincent both back and Duncan Robinson back, I don't think Struess is a 12-team must-roster player. Nor is Vincent, nor is Martin. But let's see how these guys look. Well, for the Hawks, we might be getting some players back. And, most, and by players, I mean uh, DeAndre Hunter. Clint Capella is doubtful, so we're really watching Onyeka Okongwu, who's an excellent stream option. And if he's not, of a, if he's not on your waiver wire, then someone's done the right thing. If he's on your waiver wire, go and grab him. But I want to watch how Bogdanovich looks, especially if Hunter and Reddish both play. Both players are questionable. Reddish off the ankle and Hunter off the wrist injury that's kept him out for weeks. Um, and seeing how Bogdanovich looks will be very important. The Rockets and the Spurs. Cousin Kevin Porter, let's be honest, he's been really bad. Um, ejected last game. Can he turn it around and put up a good game? He hasn't even hit 30 minutes in the last three games. He's had horrific shooting in almost every game that he's played. If you haven't dropped him yet, like you're obviously really paying attention to see what production you're going to get out of him here. And then, I also want to watch the wild thing. Jay Sean Tate. Even the wild thing's gone well. I can't do much about that. 26, 23, and 25 minutes for Tate. He is struggling. KJ Martin is impacting him. David Nwaba at times. Daniel Tice yesterday, or yeah, yesterday. How all of his playing time looks? Does he maintain 12-team must roster status? I'm not sure. On to the Spurs. Lonnie Walker. Hello. With Calden, White, Vassal, McDermott, Jones, all those guys out still. There is an opportunity here for Lonnie Walker again to get good minutes and good shots. Whether he's efficient or not remains to be seen, but a good opportunity for him nonetheless. Thad Young is off the injury report, so he could return, and maybe that impacts Devontae Kachok, but Kachok's been playing really well. Jock Landau's also been upgraded to probable, so do they play Kachok? Does he get minutes, or does you know, Thad and Landau take that playing time that Kachok's been getting? He's at least a deeper league intrigue to me. The Cavs and the Jazz. Rajon Rondo getting some good assist numbers. The minutes were down last time in that 20 range, which I think is realistic for where he sits moving forward. But getting six assists is really interesting and some steal numbers. So there is some value in streaming him. And then Larry Markkinen. I need to make a decision on whether he's a droppable guy. I think in 10s he is. In 12s, I'm real close to it. But he just cannot sort of establish himself or push himself to a higher level. And it's just sort of sitting at this back-end number, which is really tough to look at as must roster. While for the Utah Jazz, a bunch of their guys... Um, dealing with COVID protocols. Gobert and Ingles could return. And then we want to see, well, we want to see Hassan Whiteside if Gobert is out. But then how Clarkson goes if Ingles returns. It will still be no Rudy Gay, but Clarko can have a, an opportunity to put up some good numbers and turn that into a sell high. J-O-R-D-A-N-C-L-A-R-K-S-O-N. On to the Lakers and the Kings. Malik Monk had been playing well. Last game for him wasn't particularly good, but I would still be holding on to him. Um, uh, still no timetable for a return on Kendrick Nunn, unfortunately. So Monk's got a really good opportunity to continue to get pretty solid minutes there, while Carmelo Anthony has been up and down, like 29, it is just minutes, 30, 21, 29, 17, 28, 23, like just all over the place. He can occasionally be a points and three streamer, but there's just not enough consistency in what he does. Well, for the Kings... 
There is consistency in Harrison Barnes. It's been consistently bad since returning from a foot injury. Minutes are down, production's down, efficiency's down. Does it turn around or does he just trend towards being a drop? I think he's a hold, but he's looking bad. And Darren Fox, speaking of bad, he just, the efficiency's killing you. All right, Halliburton is taking over at times in terms of assists and Fox's numbers are just well down and I'm not sure he even gets back to being in the top 50. So watching him and the dynamic between him and Halliburton is really intriguing. The last game of the day is the Nets and the Bulls and Brooklyn, despite Kyrie Irving saying he was fine, Despite the Nets saying Harden is just a rest day, both of those blokes are officially listed as questionable for Wednesday. Nick Claxton joins them on the injury report as well as questionable, while LaMarcus Aldridge remains out. So if Kyrie and Claxton and Harden are out, I'm looking for big minutes again for Cameron Thomas. So that's going to be an interesting injury report to pay attention to. And then if Claxo's out, along with Aldridge, Dayron Sharp was the guy that stepped up against the Blazers. So just keep an eye on him especially if we get updates on Claxo, because Sharp could be a stream option. For the Chicago Bulls, Kobe White gets another opportunity with Alex Caruso out again. Last game wasn't too good for White as he dipped under 30 minutes for the first time in five games. Um, I think that 29-30 is about right until Caruso returns. And then DeMar DeRozan, who, again, this is a back-to-back, so we'll get some clarification on if his shooting numbers can improve, but he's been down lately. Let's hope that he can step it back up and become back to being a very, very strong option for us. But before we do that, if you want to become a strong option in your family, if you want to be the person who rips trees out by their roots, maybe Built Bar is the option for you. Because Built Bar is the delicious protein bar that tastes like a candy bar. And if you want to get rid of those sugary treats, get rid of them. Get that garbage out of here. You don't need the high fat and the high sugar that those bars have. You don't need the high calories. You need Built Bar. Most bars are 130 calories with 17 grams of protein and just 4 grams of sugar and 4 grams of fat. So get Built Bar. It is delicious. It tastes fantastic. It's high in protein and high in DI. Deliciousness index. So get your Built Bars. Load up and do it at built.com. And when you head to built.com, there is a promo code section, and in there, just chuck in the code locked on. Actually, don't do that because that's wrong. Do the code locked15, L O C K E D 1 5, and that will save you 15% off your order of Built Bar. Built Bar is built different. Bet Online wants to wish you a happy new betting year because that's a thing. BetOnline remains the number one spot for all your sports wagering action in 2022. It's a new year, so they've got a new updated desktop site. And you can use, well, just use your mobile device, but use the code Locked On, and that gives you a 50% welcome deposit match bonus from basketball to football, the NHL, UFC, boxing, or right to your favorite Vegas casino games. Don't wait and take advantage of all of the great offers available for 2022. BetOnline is the fastest and easiest way to place all of your sports action this season. BetOnline is where the game starts. Let's look at some back-to-back streams now. We're really looking for the back-to-back Wednesday, Thursday at the Brooklyn Nets. That's it. So that's going to be really dependent on the status of Harden, the status of Irving, who's going to sit one of these games anyway. He might sit two, and Claxton. But DeAndre Bembry, James Johnson, Cam Thomas, Dayron Sharp, David Duke... Why should I change? He's the one who sucks. Kessler Edwards. A lot of names that could pop up to be two-game options, especially if Kyrie is ruled out and if Claxton is ruled out. For nine-catch streams just for Wednesday, really prioritizing the Kongwu there. Uh, Joshi Primo and Lonnie Walker in San Antonio. We're looking at Denny Avdia, Joshi Richardson, Cody Martin, Muxi Kleber, Keita Bates-Diop with uh, Doug McDermott out, PJ Tucker in Miami, and KJ Martin in Houston. For deeper leagues, all of those names apply, as does Josh Christopher Hull, Neto, Bryn Forbes. 
Dwight Powell, Stanley Johnson, Danny Green, Chemezi Metu, who I think is looking really good at the moment, DeAndre Bembry, David Nwaba, and Avery Bradley. And for points leagues, we're looking at Okongwu, Lonnie Walker, Caldwell Pope, Struess, Primo, Finney Smith, Cody Martin, Eric Gordon, Kevin Herter, and KJ Martin. Guys, that'll do it for us today. Don't forget to follow this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, and on the Odyssey app here on YouTube. Thumb it up and leave your comments down below, guys. We are done here. Thank you so much for listening, everyone. See ya.